0: Book of Job, chapters 33 to 36. But now, Job, listen to my words. Pay attention to everything that I say. I am about to open my mouth. My words are on the tip of my tongue. My words come from an upright heart, and my lips sincerely speak what I know. The Spirit of God has made me the breath of the Almighty and gives me life. Answer me then, if you can, stand up and argue your case before me. I am the same as you in God's sight. I too am a piece of clay. No fear of me should alarm you, nor should my hand be heavy on you. But you have said in my hearing, I heard the very words, I am pure, I have done no wrong, I am clean and free from sin, yet God has found fault with me, he considers my me his enemy, and he fastens my feet in shackles, he keeps close watch on all of my parts. But I tell you, in this you are not right, Job, for God is greater than any mortal. Why do you complain to him what he responds to no one's words? For God does speak now one way, now another. Though no one perceives it in a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls on the people as they slumber in their beds, he may speak in their ears and terrify them with the warning. To turn them from wrongdoing and keep them from pride. To preserve from the pit their lives and from perishing by the sword. Or somebody may be chastened on a bed of pain with constant distress in their bones, so that their body find the food repulsive, and their soul lose the choicest meal. The flesh waste away to nothing, and their bones once hidden, it now stick out. Hm <laughs> they draw near to the pit and their life to the messengers of the deaf. Yet if there is an angel at their side, a messenger, one out of a thousand sent to tell them how to be upright and he is gracious to that person and says to God, Spare them from going down to the pit, I have found a ransom for them. Let their flesh be renewed as in the days of their youth, and then that person can pray to God and find favour with him. They will see God's face and shout for joy. He will withdraw them to full well-being and they they will go to others and say, I have sinned, I have perverted what is right, but I did not get what I deserved. God has delivered me from going down to the pit and I shall live to enjoy the light of life. God does all these things to a person twice, even three times to turn them back from the pit that the light of the life may shine on them. Pay attention, Job, and listen to me. Be silent, and I will speak. If you have anything to say, answer me and speak up for what. I want to vindicate to you, but if not, then listen to me. Be silent, and I will teach you the wisdom. Chapter 34, then Elihu said, Hear my words, you wise men, you listen to me. You, men of learning, for the eatest the words as the tongue tastes the food. Let us discern for ourselves what is right, and let us learn together what is good. A Job say, Ah, oh, I am innocent, but God deny me justice, although I am right, I am considered a liar, although I am guiltless, his arrow inflicts an incurable wound. Is there anyone like Job who drinks the scorn like the water? He keeps company with the evildoers and he associates with the wicked, for he says there is no profit in trying to please God. So listen to me, you, men of understanding, far be it from God to do evil, from the almighty to do wrong. He repay everyone for what they have done, and he bring on them what their conduct deserves. It is unthinkable that God would be wrong, that the Almighty would pervert justice. Who appointed him over the earth, huh? Who put him in charge of the whole world? If it were his intention and he withdrew his spirit and breath, all humanity would perish together and mankind they would return to the dust. If you have understanding, Hear this now, listen to what I say to you. Can someone who hates justice govern? Will you condemn the just and mighty one? He is not the one who says to kings, you are worthless, and to nobles, you are wicked. Who shows no partiality to princes and does not favor the rich over the poor. For they are all the work of his hands, and they die in an instant in the middle of the night. The people are shaken and they pass away, and the mighty are removed without the human hand. His eyes are on the ways of mortals. He sees every step. There is no deep shadow, and no other darkness, where evil doers cannot. God has no need to examine people further, that they should come before him for the judgment. Without in the query, he shatter the Almighty, and he set up others in their place, because he takes note of their deeds. He overthrows them in the night, and they are crushed. He punishes them for their wickedness, where everyone can see them, because they have turned from following him, and had no regard for any of his ways. They caused the cry of the poor to come before him, so that he heard the cry of the needy, but if he remains silent, who can condemn him? If he hides his face, who can see him? Yet he is over individual and nation alike to keep the godless from ruling, from laying snails for the people. Suppose someone say to God, hmm, I am guilty, but he will offend no more. Teach me what I cannot see. If I have done wrong, I will do so again. Should God then reward you on your terms when you refuse to repent? You must decide, not I. So tell me what you know. Men of understanding declare wise men who hear me say to me, Job, speak without the knowledge, his words lack insight. Oh, that Job might be tested to the utmost for answering like a wicked man. To his sin he adds rebellion. Scornfully he clap his hands among us and multiply his words against God. Chapter 35 Then Elihu said, Do you think this is just? Hmm? Huh? You say, Oh, I am in the right. Oh, not God. Ha ha ha. Yet you ask him, What profit is it to me, and what do I gain by not sinning? I would like to reply to you and to your friend with you. Yes. Huh? Look up at the heavens and see. Gaze at the clouds so high above. High above your head, huh? If you sin, how does that affect him? If your sins are many, what does that do to him? If you are righteous, what do you give to him? What does he receive from your hand, huh? Your wickedness only affects humans like yourself. And your righteous only other people. People. People cry out under a load of oppression and they plead for relief from the arm of the powerful. But no one said, where is God, my maker, who gives songs in the night and who teaches us more than he teaches the beasts of the earth and makes us wiser than the birds in the sky, he does not answer when people cry out because of the arrogance of the wicked. Indeed, God does not listen to the empty plea. The Almighty pay no attention to it how much lesson will he listen when you say that you do not see him that your case is before him and you must wait for him and further that his anger never punishes and he does not take the least notice of the wickedness so top you open your mouth with empty talk and without knowledge you multiply the words chapter 36 elihu continued Bear with me a little longer, and I will show you that there is no more to be said on God's behalf. I get my knowledge from afar, and I will ascribe justice to my Maker. Be assured, Job, that my words are not the false. One who has perfect knowledge is with you he is mighty and firm in his purpose he does not keep the wicked alive but gives the afflicted their rights he does not take his eyes off the righteous he enthrones them with kings and exalts them forever but if People abound in chains, held fast by cords of affliction. He tells them that they have done what they have done, and that they have sinned arrogantly. He makes them listen to correction and commands them in to repent of their evil. If they obey and serve him, they will spend the rest of their days in prosperity and their years in contentment. But if they do not listen, they will perish by the sword and die without the knowledge. The goodness in heart. Harbour resentment, even when he fetters them, they do not cry out for help. They die in their youth among male prostitutes of the schwans, And But those who suffer he delivers in their suffering, And he speak to them in their affliction. He is wooing you from the jaws of distress, To a spacious place free from restriction, To the comfort of your table laden with choice food. But now you are laden with a judgment due to the wicked. Judgment and justice have taken hold of you. Be careful that no one entices you by riches. Do not let a large bribe turn you aside. Would your wealth or even your mighty effort sustain you so you would not be in distress? Do not long for the night to drag people away from their homes. Beware of turning to evil, which you seem to prefer to affliction. No, God is exalted in his power, who is a teacher like him, who has prescribed his ways for him, or said to him, You have done wrong. Remember to extol his work, which people have praised in song. All humanity has seen it. Mortals gaze on it from afar. How great is God beyond our understanding, as the number of his years is a past. Finding out is very old. <laughs> He draws up the drops of water which distil as rain to the streams and the clouds. They pour down their moisture and abundant showers fall on mankind. Who can understand how he spreads out the clouds and how he thunders from his pavilion? See how he scatters his lightning about him, bathing the depths of the sea. This is the way he governs the nations, and provides food in abundance. He fills his hands with lightning, and commands it to strike his mark. His thunder announces the coming storm, even the cattle make known his approach.